What's up, everyone? This is Mill Spec Believer, Episode 5. I'm excited to get into today's episode and kind of can't believe we're already here, already on Episode 5. So today, talking about coordination, communication, and execution. If you listen to that video, I think everyone's heart rate went up a little bit listening to that communication between the pilot and the JTAC on the ground and a lot of tension and a lot of, uh, a lot of things going on, whether it's the bullets flying in the background of the dude's comms on the ground or the altitude warning that keeps telling the pilot to pull up. Um, that was definitely intense and a lot of coordination, a lot of communication happening so that those dudes could execute uh, danger close airstrike or strafe run on the enemy and save lives so it's just an example and uh, we'll kind of touch on that as we go through the episode but yeah how do we coordinate how do we communicate how do we execute in the christian walk how do you do it in the military like i said i'm going to try to tie those two things together I obviously do this a little bit every episode, but I think there is so many ties to the way we operate in the military that we can we can tie that into how we should operate in the Christian walk. And I think there's just a lot of benefit from trying to line those things up a little bit and see, uh, at least talking to my audience, talking to those who are in the military or trying to get into the military, or maybe you've already been in, maybe you're not in it at all. I don't know, but that's my target audience. And I think you guys can relate the most and get the most out of things that apply to that. So anyways, without further ado, so what is your target? Well, it's the enemy typically in some way, shape or form, whether that's a structure, whether that's a 
a person on the ground with a gun trying to shoot at you. It's something, you know, it's something that, that the ground commander has designated a target, right? Because that's something that stands in the way of your objectives. That's something that stays in, stands in the way of you succeeding as a fighting force. So the ground commander is going to designate that target and you have to observe it. So there, there's many, many ways to do that. There's many ways to get eyes on a target nowadays. ISR assets can gather lots and lots of intel on places before you're even there, you know? So that's definitely an option. Uh, you have the old school, uh, some would say this is the best way, but observing the target with your eyes. So actually getting eyes on, whether that's sending a recce team forward or whatever, you got to get eyes on target in some way, shape or form, whether that's through a sensor or whether that's through some human eyes. You have to do that, right? Like if you don't have eyes on the target, sure, you might have a grid that you can just throw a bomb on. But if you don't have eyes on, you don't actually know what you're hitting. You might just be hitting some some earth, you know. How, how does that work in the Christian walk? What is our target? I think our target is to spread the good news of Christ. I think God has kind of put that in front of all of us as believers and commissioned all of us to go spread his good news, spread the gospel of who he is, and spread the good news of, of what we need. I think that's crucial to know what your target is, and that's what God has placed in front of us. If you were a believer, that's what he has called you to. The biggest part of that is you're spreading the gospel. You need the gospel too. You're not just, oh, I got saved by the gospel, and now I need to go tell everyone else about it, and I'm expected to be this perfect person. I think if you've listened to any other episode of this podcast, it's very obvious I'm not perfect, and it's very obvious that I mess up a lot. And it's because the gospel isn't just to save you on that day that you profess Christ. It's to save you every single day for eternity. And, and we need it every day on this earth because we're sinners and we're going to mess up. And so that's, that's the target. That's what we've been commissioned to do. That's what we need to go execute, right? So how do we get eyes on that? How do you actually view that? Well, God has blessed us. God has given us a book, his holy book, to look at. He has given us the gospel to look at daily or as often as we open it up. That is, that is everything we need in there. Everything we need as far as learning more about God, as far as understanding more of the gospel, it's everything, guys. And we have it. It's it's not like something like typically, typically if you're in the military, you understand if you need to get a job done, you are never given everything you need. You have to go figure out a way to make it work. God has given you everything you need. You have the gospel in front of you. And so that is a huge blessing. And even more than that is, is that we are in a country that currently, at least we are allowed to open up the Bible and we are allowed to do that where Ever we want and whenever we want and that is a blessing that man we're really taking for granted as believers so in the military you get your eyes on the target right whether it's through your eyes or a sensor and in the 
Christian walk, you need to get in the word. Like you need to know what you're talking about. If you're, if your goal is to go spread the gospel, how can you do that? If you don't know what it is, you know, you need, you need more understanding. And the only person who can give you that understanding is God himself working on your heart, revealing what the scriptures mean to you. And so we need to be in prayer that he would do that. And then gotta, gotta open up the word. So you know what you're talking about. Step two, what do you do in the military as a JTAC, as that recce team, once you get eyes on the target? I think a tendency that a lot of people have today in this day and age is to take information and to spread it, take information and to pass it along, or just immediately do something with that information. But we have to process that information. It is crucial. It is essential that when we are given information as a JTAC, that you process that information and you know what to do with it. You have to compartmentalize it and and do with it what you're supposed to do with it. You know, you can't just take the information and pass it along. Like as a JTAC, you're not just a glorified RTO who's just saying whatever someone else is saying. You have to take the information, process it, and and do with it what you're supposed to do. And generally, um, as a JTAC, maybe that's a maybe that's a cast brief, maybe that's a nine line, right? Like taking the information that you have, the target data, and and generating it into a form that you can tell a pilot exactly where to drop a bomb. Maybe it's taking the information and and processing it in a way to know who you actually need to give that information to. It might not be relevant for you to tell such and such. Maybe you need to tell someone else, you know? And so we have to process the information that we're given so then we can actually know how to move forward in a way that's effective. And I think in the same way, in the Christian walk, if we just read the Bible... If we just open it up every day, glance at it, even if we're in it a lot, I think we have to pray for understanding. The only way we're going to be able to process the Bible in a way that's going to have it affect our lives is if we're praying for understanding. And if if God is actually allowing us to, to grow and understand it more and more. So we have to pray for understanding. I, I generally, you don't have to do this, but I generally, when I open up the Bible, pray at least for a few minutes and just ask God to reveal the scriptures to me, reveal what he has for me um, to soften my heart to whatever he's going to say to me because it's his word. He's the one who's going to do that work in you. So you've observed the target. You've processed the information what's next? Do you just do a strike? Do you just call in a bomb based on the information you pass to the pilot? Well, if you're a JTAC or if you've done any type of work in a close air support team, then you're aware of what happened in that video, right? Or that audio that you listened to. Sorry. Um, There's a talk on, there's coordination to where the pilot who's got that, that high bird's eye view is looking at the ground in a way that is completely different than how you were looking at the, at the target, right? If you're looking through your eyes and he's looking through his sensor, 
man, that is two completely different pictures. And so you, there has to be coordination. And if it's funny, cause if you, it's one of the first things you learn as a, as a JTAC is when you go through the initial qualification course is they teach you how to do talk ons. Uh, generally they, they might teach you a little bit before that, but you'll at least get exposure to it there and you have to talk someone on to the same thing that you're talking about. And it's harder than you think. It's really not that bad if you have some practice and if you got some solid products to help you out, but generally you start big and work small. So you would start with an airfield and, and then eventually you'd be talking about a specific, uh, detail of that airfield if that was where your target was. Right. So hopefully that makes sense. Um, but you don't just automatically start talking about some blade of grass, right? Like you got to work in big to small and there's coordination that has to happen in order to make sure you and the pilot are both looking at the same target. Like that is huge. And, and it's even confusing sometimes because generally uh, man, when we build things we're we repeat things. Uh, so parts of certain cities will look pretty identical to different parts of the same city. And so it can be pretty confusing sometimes when, man, you are so sure that you are looking at the right target and the pilot's looking at the right target and man, you guys are on two different, uh, areas. So it's complicated. It takes a lot of coordination. I think the biggest piece of that is you can't just do it yourself. As a JTAC, you cannot just go do the entire mission by yourself. As the pilot, you need the input from ground forces typically in order to strike the right target. And, and you have to work together as a team in order to execute the right targets. And that coordination piece is huge. Like you have to do that. It is a requirement as a JTAC to do that. And it's that way for a reason. <laughs> So what's the correlation there to the Christian walk and the gospel? I'd say, I'd say we have to work together as the body of Christ. Coordinating JTAC to pilot, man, it is essential. You have to do that in order to hit the right target. But how much effort are we wasting? How much uh, effectiveness are we losing by not working together as the body of Christ? I've, I've said this on a previous episode where it's hard to even know people in your squadron that love the Lord. How are you supposed to work together to change that squadron from the inside out if, if you don't know who those people are? Not to dive into another topic, but there's so much division in the church, it's insane. How are we supposed to spread the gospel effectively when we can't even get on the same page ourselves? And I think that's kind of last week we talked about threats. And I think that's a huge threat to Christianity that Satan uses is just division amongst believers. And for some of it, there's good reason, you know, like if, if you have someone twisting the gospel, if you have someone adding to the gospel or, or making, um, Christianity, something it's not like, I understand that. And I think there's definitely a time and a place to address that into refocus and get everyone back on the same sheet of music. But more what I'm talking about is man, like just division that doesn't need to be there. 
and and even just not division, but just not interacting with the church, not interacting with fellow believers. We're just alone and afraid out there going into our squadron, trying to make a difference and, and do the work God has called us to. But man, we are not being effective. We are just doing it by ourselves. And it's, it's a lot more edifying and it's a lot more effective and encouraging when you're all working together for the same mission. And you can clearly see that in the military when you're trying to execute a target. And it's definitely applicable in the Christian walk as well, trying to spread the good news of Christ. So you've observed the target, you've processed the information, you've done the coordination, you've done the talk on what's left. What else is there to do? Well, you strike you execute whatever it is. You got to drop the bomb. You got to conduct the strafe, whatever it is, you know, like the only thing left to do is do it. Like that's the easiest part of being a JTAC is, is the cool part. You've done all the work and now you get to see uh, a 10 fly by and do a strafe run with 30 Mike, Mike, you know, you just get to see him zoom by. Like that's the best, easiest part of the job right there. I think as Christians, the execution piece is so hard for us. Spreading the good news of Christ is really hard and can seem like a, a big task. But I think if we take the steps prior, then it's not as, as hard of a thing. If we are diving into prayer and into the scriptures to better understand the gospel, if we are working together as the body of Christ, I think spreading the good news becomes something that's very, very easy and something that obviously it's still 1 million percent relying on the work of God to spread it and to do that work in our heart, but we're setting ourselves up for success and we're setting ourselves up in a way that's looking to God to do that work. Um, I think when we don't take those previous steps, we get into our squadron and we look at ourselves like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to execute this? And we look at ourselves and we're not looking to God to do that. And that can be discouraging and that can go downhill really quick. So I just want to encourage you guys that if you do want to be bold in your squadron, if you do want to be bold in your workplace, which I have a feeling you do because you're listening to this podcast, then I just want to encourage you guys to get in the word, get in prayer, understand the gospel, pray that you would understand the gospel, get together with believers, work as the body of Christ so that you can go spread the good news of Christ. And I just want to encourage you guys to do that. I'm not standing up here on a pedestal of someone who understands all this and as someone who does this perfectly, I have failed at this so hard. I've messed up with this so many times. And I only can regurgitate these lessons learned to you because that's exactly what they are. They're lessons learned from my failures, from me looking to myself and not to God to do these things. And I just want to encourage you guys with that and let you guys know that I love you, that I'm praying for you. And I know the work that needs to be accomplished in your squadron, the work that God has called us to, can be accomplished by you through the work of Christ, through the work of God. And it is not you doing it 
solo. It is solely from him empowering that and working that. And so that's why I can sit here and say, you don't have to be scared. You can be bold because it's not even you, you know, like, yes, go out there, go do it. But like, you're looking to him for your strength. And so I just want to encourage you guys with that. Hope you guys have a great week. Coordinate, communicate, execute. Get after it, y'all. I'll see you guys next week.